station. Wake up with 95X. Good morning. Today is a very special day. It's a very special day. Why is today a special day? Because today is E-G-I-M. That's right. Today is... Thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's Monday. Is that a real thing? Why, uh, yes, it is. Google it. You can Google it. It's worth a Google. I don't need to. I believe you. You know what else I just realized? It's showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. Uh, We are glad that you are here. I spent some time away. I wouldn't call it vacation time, but I spent some time away for the last nine days to say it was difficult To get up early and come into work would be a major understatement. As you can imagine, you're away, you know? Getting back into the swing of things can be difficult. But anyways, we're glad that you're part of things. It's going to be a a pretty warm next couple of days. We'll give you details on that straight ahead. This is 95X. We're broadcasting the morning show live from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios. And we're doing it all streaming live on DailyDodge.com. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Oh boy, uh, the 18th of the 7 of the 22. My wife and I were enjoying the weather yesterday when she brought up the fact to me that, uh, you know, with having two kids that are teachers, that within the next couple of weeks, yeah... That time now, kids are not necessarily going to be going back to school for what another month and a week or two or something like that. But teachers with their in services and everything like that, just a couple of weeks down the road, it's like every other summer. It goes by really quick. You kind of blink, and all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. Well, coming up on August thirteenth, Ashante and Twista. Going to be heading over to Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. And we've been giving you a chance to win some tickets. I feel like giving away a pair of tickets right now to this concert. Here's the deal. Um, You're going to be able to pick up your tickets at Will Call. And it's going to be a great show. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 7 o'clock. It's an outdoor concert with Ashanti and Twista. And I have a pair of tickets for you right now. Just be the first caller at 920-887-9595, and I'll I'll hook you up. I will hook you up with a pair of tickets to go see Ashanti and Twista at Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. First caller, 920-887-9595. Going to wear a pair of tickets for August 13th at Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. 920-887-9595. 920-887-9595. Caller number one right now. You are winning those tickets. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. All right, so somebody, while I was gone, put in some new bump music. And I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan. Listen to this. Okay, so this is what this this sounds like to me. So bump music to me should be bam 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 
bam, 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 bam. You know, like up-tempo stuff, right? Right. Okay. I'm going to give you my imitation of what this music sounds like. Thanks for calling. Your call is important to us. While we're waiting to hook you up with somebody that can talk to you, listen to this annoying music in the background. That's not about right. I was thinking, yeah. It's horrible. Thomas, come on, man. You're better than this. He's normally so good with the music. He, but he's not. This is horrible. This is bad bump music. It's not good. It doesn't work. It doesn't transition well. No, no, it does not. Ay, ay, ay. Hi, Ninja. Hey, how's it going, Rick? How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. Had a great weekend. Had uh, my anniversary on Friday, 20-year reunion on Saturday. Aw, a lot of stuff. Got to meet one of our listeners, Ken, over at the Bayside, who, uh, a huge fan of the show, loves what we do. Okay. Um, (laughs) He says he absolutely loves the show, and I said, oh, you must love it when, you know, Thomas is on, and Craig is on, and Sherry's on. And he says, well, I'm driving to work when I listen, and I usually get to work right before Sherry gets on. So it's really just you and a tiny bit of me. But he loves the show. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. we don't care. So. We're equal opportunity Absolutely. when it comes to that. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. Uh, what a beautiful week last week was uh, for me being gone. And uh, the weather was just so beautiful. I mean, there was a couple little times where there were some rain showers, but it didn't really amount to much. It was just a really nice week last week. Yeah, made for a, a bit of a wet brat fry on uh, Friday. On Friday, but uh, other than that, not bad. Yeah, I thought about you guys on Friday when I saw the rain showers, and I kept on looking at the radar. I'm like, this is not uh, this is not a great looking weather forecast. Yeah. Luckily, I was off. My daughter was working it, and she was like, yeah, they kind of put us in a garage area, so we got to stay dry. But that's uh, good because a lot of times, you know. It, if you're, if we're out, and, and this has happened before, where there's been, we've done a broad fry at a place where there's absolutely no indoor space to go to, right? And then it makes it difficult because it makes it difficult for our fans, yep, you know, to come out there and uh, partake, and and so that can kind of be a pain every once in a while. Well, and it's always tough for Grillmaster Andy because he's kind of got to be outside because he's got the grill going, so we always get a tent up there for him, but. Uh Kind of puts him in a very limited move, you know, mobility. Space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, over at uh, the Senior Expo this year. <laughs> yeah, that one was. Uh, that was the oof. that was the brat fry that I literally had to hang my shoes up <laughs> for two days just to dry them out. I am not at all surprised. It was that I've never. I thought I was going to get trench foot by the end of that brat fry. That's how. That's, that's a phrase bad, you don't hear very often. That's how bad it was. Rick was dealing with trench foot, folks. Oh, oh boy. Anyways, well, we've got some stuff to get to today. Like, yeah. what is the most appropriate or what is not appropriate to wear to work? Hmm. Give you some details on that straight ahead, and Ninja's News is next. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95X. Hodge News Center. All righty, thank you very much, Justin. Our news today brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. So, is there anything from a clothing standpoint that you think should be off limits when it comes to what you wear to work? I mean, is there anything for, from a man's standpoint or from a female standpoint that you think sh- is not appropriate? Generally, my, my rule of thumb is, you know, I want people to be comfortable. 
Right. You know, I want you to feel comfortable at work. Um, but I also want the people around you to be comfortable. Usually I say swimwear out the window. Um, and anytime your clothing could be mistaken for underwear, not allowed. Okay, that's, that's, actually, that's actually a really good way of looking at it. A new poll found that 57% of people think that traditional office clothing is going to eventually be just phased out. And 23% of people think it's already happening. It is already happening. It definitely is. It is definitely happening. Um, certain things that are too casual for work, uh, some of that stuff goes in line what Justin just mentioned. 2,000 people were asked to name the most inappropriate things you can wear to work, and the lists differ a little from men to women. The five most inappropriate things that guys can wear to work are, number one, gym clothes. Would you agree with that? Um, I mean, if they're clean gym clothes, like, you know, sometimes Ryan Gable will be, you know, in in the morning, he's wearing some clothes. Maybe it qualifies workout clothes. It's a nice hot day. He's got some stuff he's doing around the, you know, the station, got the, the cutoff sleeve thing going on or whatever. I think that's fine. Uh, so, like... Let me throw myself out here, Ninja, because you've seen me, and yeah. especially in the winter months, I wear uh, nice, yeah. long sweatpants. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's fine. Is that, That's fine. Okay, yeah. good deal. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't offending anybody. Not at all. Um, this one, I don't understand why you'd wear to work unless this is your mode of transportation, but cycling gear. I mean, most cycling gear is stuff that you can on and off. Like, I imagine... It would be a comfort thing for me, like if I'm wearing the leather pants. Well, and, when, and you're thinking, you're thinking motorcycle, right? I'm thinking bicycling. Oh, that's I'm thinking, the other way. I'm thinking yeah. the padded, real tight, tight pants and the real tight, tight shirts. Yeah. I could see where that's not something that you need to be wearing to the office. I don't think it's inappropriate right. necessarily. Um, here's one that's going to make you mad. Uh oh, flip flops. Yeah. And see, I get away with it because I call mine sandals. Right. But <laughs> uh, the, yeah. the other two things for guys that uh, made the list as far as inappropriate to wear are overalls, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And Crocs. And again, I don't think, I think Crocs are no different than sandals. Yeah. And personally, I just don't understand Crocs, but, you know. By the way, uh, casual T-shirts, short shorts, and Christmas sweaters also made the list. <laughs> uh, by the way, the top five things that women should not wear to the office, gym clothes, again, mm -hmm. is the top one. And this is going to go off of what you said. Any top that looks too much like a bra. Yep. Crop tops. Those, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Those are kind of inappropriate. And again, women... Crocs and flip-flops make the list. I'm not offended by flip-flops. I'm not either. I mean, I think, especially in the hotter months, they can be comfortable. Right. Um, but again, I also think it matters where you work, too. Right. They I mean, say we're that, pretty casual around here. They said the two items that didn't did make uh, just missed the top five for women were hot pants and tube tops. 
And again, I'm going to go ahead and say I think that might be just a little bit too revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like if a guy showed up for work in a Speedo, you had brought that up. Uh, that's just, no, yeah. it's too revealing. Yeah, that's not appropriate office wear. No, it's not. I think a person wearing a pair of shorts and a, a regular T-shirt or whatever, absolutely 100% mm-hmm. fine. In today's day and age, at least. Now, the one thing we didn't touch on that that list didn't bring up as well, I'm not a fan of the super duper offensive kind of shirt things. You like, mean like, you know, if it's a shirt that's like, you know, that's got writing on it. Yeah. That, okay. I like, agree with that. And I say that as I'm wearing a shirt that says, you know, go Packers and uh, inappropriate right. word, the bears, um, you know, but, you know, you see people that wear ones that are, you know, show me your goods or whatever with different phrasing, things like that probably don't belong in the workplace. Right. Just like uh, anything that might be political. Right. Um, or um, have a message that is something that maybe is just not right for the workplace. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Keep your uh, keep those things out. Your opinions to yourself. Yeah. And, I mean, you can have them. Yeah, absolutely you can have them. But maybe just keep them to yourself when it comes to your clothing. Uh, I, I think you're – I think you're – you hit it spot on, though, with um, if something looks like underwear or undergarments – then it's it's not appropriate yeah. for work. and that goes on both sides of the spectrum. I just wonder. I just wonder. You know, we're seeing more and more companies that are making their employees return mm-hmm. to work. I just wonder if this is going to backfire, because from everything that I've been told, the productivity level of people working from at home is at a really really great pace. It really is. Um, and I keep seeing these things where people are posting and talking about, they're like, well, you know, showing that you can work from home is just showing your employers that they could outsource this to call centers or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that's not necessarily the same thing. You know, people are being productive. They're doing their office job at home, you know. And they're not just answering phones. It takes more than that. Yeah, it does. And sometimes the the advantage of having somebody work from home means that they're, they actually might work more. Right. Um, just because of the fact that they are working from home. Yeah, it's an environment they already feel comfortable in. Exactly. All right, it is uh, 29 minutes after 6. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Mostly sunny skies here for today, high around 90 degrees. West winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. For tonight, mostly clear, alone near 68. Tuesday, sunny and breezy, high of 89 degrees. Wednesday, mostly sunny skies, high of 82. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki, and your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 61. Here, right here, it's the morning trifecta from 95X. All right, let's get to your morning trifecta. Some of the stories making the rounds today. Brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Well, a preliminary report released yesterday by a Texas House of Representatives investigative committee found systematic failures and egregious poor decision-making by law enforcement and the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District in their response to the shooting spree that resulted in the death of 18 Robb Elementary students and two teachers. Following the release of the report, the city's acting police chief, Lieutenant Mariano Pargas, was put on leave by Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin 
and another investigation has been launched looking into the response of him and his officers. The 77-page report says the gunman was to blame for the May 24th massacre, but it also outlines other factors that failed to stop or minimize the damage, including law enforcement agencies and officials, school officials, the shooter's family, social media platforms, and gun laws. The report says there is no one to whom we can attribute malice or ill motives. Instead, we found systematic failures and egregious poor decision-making. Texas State Representative Dustin Burroughs says there were multiple failures among the different law enforcement agencies that were on the scene. Several officers in the hallway or in that building knew or should have known there was dying in that classroom. And they should have done more, acted with urgency, tried the door handles, tried to go in through the windows, tried to distract him. Yeah, um, we can blame whoever we want to blame. It seems like that's always past tense. You know, everything is past tense. We should have done this. We should have done this. We should have done this. Um, We need to be better about doing things in advance. Starting, uh, oh, let me uh, hit my sound effect, because without the sound effect, you guys don't know that we're going to the next story. <clears throat> Starting Saturday, anyone across the United States can simply call or text 988 at any time to reach what used to be called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Trained mental health professionals will respond. Now called 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, It will provide free and confidential support 24-7 and will connect callers to local crisis centers. A surge of millions of more calls is expected due to the change. The Lifeline currently has a 10-digit 800 number, and this three-digit version will be easier for people to remember in distress. It also offers an alternative to calling 911 during a mental health crisis, since 911 callers are typically directed to law enforcement rather than mental health professions. So let's hope this saves lives. And according to a new study, American men are at greater risk of getting sick and dying earlier than men in other developed nations. You heard right. A nonprofit group looked at data in the United States and compared it to data in other countries like Switzerland and Norway and New Zealand and Germany and Australia. They found that rates of avoidable deaths, chronic conditions, and mental health needs are the highest with American men. It seems one big reason for this is that American men visit the doctor less frequently and end up not getting in front of avoidable problems. One other glaring fact is that of all the industrialized nations in the world, the United States is the only one without universal health care, which is a major factor in why men aren't going to the doctor more often. Wow. That is a look at your morning trifecta. Your morning trifecta, again, brought to you today by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. All right, 1980. Let's go back to the year 1980 for our Kickin' It Classic this hour. The song that was number one in both the U.S. album and the singles charts 
was an album called Glass Houses. And it contained the first and biggest number one hit for the artist in question, 1980, number one for Mr. Billy Joel. Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. They're funny. They're not negative. Gets me laugh in the morning. I love it. It's great. Today's best music, 95X. It is 6.47. Welcome to the morning show. We're live from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios. Plus, we're streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Jennifer is joining us to talk South Central Wisconsin weather, which is brought to you by Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. All right. So it looks like we have got some heat and humidity that's going to start to definitely filter into our area. I've noticed it over the weekend. We had a great, a really, really nice week of weather here, generally speaking, over the last uh, eight to ten days. Um so, now we're going to get into a little bit more of that uh, typical heat that we expect to see in July. So, when you look at the forecast, are we looking at this being a like a long spell of heat, or is it going to be here and then gone quickly? Uh, well, it depends on how you look at it. So, today is definitely going to be a hot day. We're looking at highs around 90 degrees, so we're definitely going to feel, like you said, it's going to be hot, sticky, muggy today. And then we'll see kind of the similar similar for tomorrow as well. But then we'll have more of an average forecast. We should be around about the mid to low 80s. That's what we can expect Wednesday through Thursday into Friday. So hot, yes, but not oppressively hot like where we should like that we shouldn't be at that point here this year. So um, today though, it's definitely going to be a very hot, humid day. Some areas of fog it still looks like here early this morning. A lot of that's starting to uh, burn off a little bit. We're looking at sunny skies beyond that, and as I said, high around 90 degrees this afternoon. Tonight mostly clear, low near 68. Tomorrow pretty similar, a little less fog in the morning, but we're looking at sunny skies, high around about 89 degrees. A little bit more on the breezy side, though, so hopefully that'll help offset that heat tomorrow, and we do have a slight chance for showers and storms coming in in the evening hours. We definitely need the rain chances, but it doesn't look like it's going to be too much here coming in. Wednesday already looking at sunshine, high around about 82 degrees, more of an average day coming in, actually. Thursday, sunny high of 86 degrees, slight chance for rain and storms in the evening. Then on Friday, mostly sunny, pretty similar day, high around 85 I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think we expect to have a little bit of that gross heat and humidity come in, you know, this time of the year. I mean, kind I of, mean, it is July. Right, it is July, and, and we should kind of expect it. I'm not going to complain about it. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it that much. I, I will say that last week, with temperatures, um, you know, 75 to 82 degrees, where there was not a lot of humidity, because we had windows open mm-hmm. every day. And oh, I, so nice I having the windows open isn't that a, isn't that just one of the real I hate to put it this way but the the simple happy things in life yeah absolutely it's, and it's in the cities here it's been too hot still for it to for us to open the windows and it's like one of those like you can tell the air inside is kind of stuffy but if I open the windows it gets even hotter inside it's sure. We were Ninja and I just had this conversation uh, about a half an hour ago. We were talking about a study that came out that's talking about what people should wear in the office and what they should not wear. And one of the and one of the number one things that they said people should not wear in the office for both men and women. Well, my work would definitely not apply to this list. Exactly, is flip flops. And oh, I wore flip-flops all the time, when I, especially when I was going into the office. Absolutely. Flip-flops, Sophie shorts, 
uh, yoga pants. Yep. Man, I, I, I think the only time I ever went to work with, like, actual business clothes was for my interview and the first day of work. And when I saw everyone in, like, baggy sweatpants and oversized sweatshirts, uh, I was just like, all right. <laughs> so you you didn't have this. you didn't have anybody come up to you and say, "Hey, you're a little overdressed for this." Oh no, I did. Okay. my boss said that he's just like, "You don't have to dress like this. This looks really uncomfortable." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have Great. to you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other things that made the list um, for men was gym clothes or biking clothes. In other words, you know, when you go biking, um, which I, I, I guess. Um, for women, they said anything that resembles a bra, which I think probably makes sense, right? What resembles a bra? A like a, suit? well, like a sports bra. Sure. You know, I so don't, like a crop top. Yeah. And a, and a crop, and in fact, crop tops were listed as something that's inappropriate. Um, I think that Ninja said, it, I think Ninja said it really well. He said, first of all, anything that looks like swimwear should not be in an office. For men or sure. women. And anything that looks like underwear should not. I'm just kind of curious what kind of clothing looks like a bra other than like a swimsuit. Or like even like a sports bra that's not like a crop top. Right. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they're what they're saying here is that. Just don't in a, go to work in a bra. <laughs> right. In an, office, in an office setting. And again, we're not talking about weatherology. We're not even talking about radio <laughs> where, you know, I don't, I don't have to see people. We're talking about like probably more in an office setting. It's just sure, not, it's for just, sure. It's just not appropriate. And they also said Crocs. For both uh-huh. for men and women, so <laughs> Crocs are Crocs are inappropriate anywhere. Uh, yeah, I had a friend that used to wear them all the time, and we would get into these lengthy discussions about how uh, how bad of footwear they are. And he's like, "No, they're great." And then I and then I started thinking about it, and Crocs do actually have a place in okay. in footwear. And I'm going to go ahead and say it: if you are in a wet environment. Where your feet are getting wet, like for example, when we do brat fries, and we have sometimes we have rain that takes place at brat fries. I've been in situations where I've had, I've gotten home and my feet look horrible because they've been inside of shoes that have been soaked <laughs> for three hours. I don't know. I feel like I also think that, and I'm not a fan of Crocs. So I'll, I'll put that out there first off. Um, my, I, I have two other scenarios. I have a, my one of my sister in laws is pregnant, and she sent pictures. She's just like these are the only shoes that fit, and it was Crocs. And I was like, I get that. That's yep. fine. Go yep. for it. Um, but I also have heard from a lot of uh, people in the medical field who are standing a lot that Crocs are the only things that are comfortable for them. So that I can understand as well. Yeah, you You're know in what? the medical field, and you know all that kind of stuff. Walking, running around the hospital, do it. I, I would I would tell people wear Crocs before you wear high heels. I mean, from a from a feet standpoint and from sure. a health standpoint, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's high heels. I know a lot of a lot of ladies in particular really like how they look in their mm-hmm. high heels. Sure. But I gotta believe that at the end of the day, they gotta just do real damage to your feet. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I believe I I can't remember who I know it was me and Thomas, and then I don't know if it was Craig or Ninja that. Some of us were talking about this last week. Um, that uh, we used, like you, that they don't wear slippers at all. Okay. Um, was it them or was it? Or am I thinking of someone else? 
Anyway, maybe I'm thinking, actually, I might be thinking of someone else, but they said that they never wear slippers. And I was like, I used to wear slippers at the weatherology office. Actually, no, I think it was someone else. It wasn't even Thomas or, or, uh, or you guys at all. But, um, yeah, I was just like, I would wear slippers at the weatherology office, take my shoes off, and they're like, whoa, it must be like a girl thing. I was like, everyone wore slippers at the office. And I have, you know, weatherology is pre- predominantly male-dominated. So, uh, no, everyone wore slippers there. I would wear slippers there. Right? Right. Because, I mean, first of all, it you know, when... If you're in a setting like that, and I can take my shoes off when I walk in the back door, especially if I just walk through snow, yeah, yeah, and and, and I can put on a nice pair of warm slippers, yeah, I'm putting slippers on. Absolutely, you don't want to trudge that stuff everywhere. No, you know, so no, I, I I don't know. I agree. I don't have slippers. I do not have slippers here at the radio station. Although, wouldn't it be funny one day coming up? If somebody walked in and I was in my bathrobe and slippers here at the radio station? Yes. That would be amazing. You should totally do it. I think I'm going to do that. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait till it gets a little cooler out, though. I think I'm going <laughs> to wait for that. Uh, Jennifer, next time we get together, we'll get your five random facts and whatever else that we're thinking of. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. Again, brought to you by our friends at Menard. Saving big money is always easy. It's always simple. And it's always the thing to do when you head over to Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. The Giants took the final three games of their four-game set with the Brewers in San Francisco Sunday, winning 9-5. Willie Adamas clubbed his 19th homer of the season. Rowdy Telez is 18th round tripper in the loss. Milwaukee heads to the All-Star break at 50-42, and which leads the National League Central by a half game over St. Louis. Now with the Brewers limping their way into the All-Star break, does Craig Council think the uh, All-Star break comes at a good time? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, some, you know, a couple games didn't go our way that were winnable here, um, and that that stings a little bit going into the break. But now we, uh, you know, yeah, it's time to recharge and um, get ready for a fun second half. Pitcher Devin Williams will be heading to the All Star Game in L.A. after being added to the National League squad this weekend. I mean, it was kind of like a, a rush thing, but it was, it was awesome. You know, uh, everyone was pretty happy. It was a good little pick me up after the way that the game ended yesterday. Corbin Burns and Josh Hader both opted out of the game. The home run derby set for tonight. The game is Tuesday night. In the National League Central, the Pirates down the Rockies 8-3. The Cubs stopped the Mets 3-2. The Reds and Cardinals were rained out. Brewers drafted Coastal Carolina. Shortstop Eric Brown with the 27th overall pick in the first round of the Major League Baseball first-year player draft on Sunday night. I remember talking to the Brewers uh, before the spring started, and uh, honestly, I... I didn't really have much communication with him before the draft, and I kind of knew where I was kind of going to go between a certain amount of picks, but I didn't. I, I had no idea like which team was going to take me in between those uh, those picks, and it ended up being the Brewers, and couldn't be more happy. Brown is considered one of the best defensive shortstops in college baseball. Columbus High School Greg Christian Opper expected to be selected in the draft today or tomorrow. Australian Cameron Smith rallied from four shots back to run by Rory McIlroy when the 150th British Open at St. Andrews. Smith ran off five straight birdies to start the back nine. Ended up beating Cameron Young by one shot. McIlroy finished two shots back. Bucks fell to Toronto 80-69 in their Vegas Summer League finale on Sunday. Lindell Wigginton led the way with 11 points. Christopher Bell won the NASCAR Cup Series race in New Hampshire. The Beaver Dam Post 146 White Construction 16U Baseball American Legion squad saw their season come to an end. They were eliminated at the regionals, falling 6-5 to five to Kettle Moraine in Waupun on Sunday. Six 
16U season ends at 11 and 9. The post 146-19U squad will play Jackson tonight at the BDHS Diamond. That's a game you can watch on Daily Dodge TV. Presented by Columbus Family Dental, Hometown Glass and Improvement, and the Beaver Dam Unified School District. The John Deere pregame show is set for 5.50. First pitch set for 6 o'clock. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. From the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to our entertainment-style news. It is being brought to you once again by the good folks at JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. All right, so we got everything punched up. Make sure that your microphone works. Testing. It works. Testing. Works. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Thank All that you. jazz. Yeah. Yeah. What a great week to be gone. Uh, last week, the the weather was just beautiful. Yeah, it really was. And it now was, we're going to get sweaty this week. Yeah. It was, uh, it was so nice to have the windows open, uh, like, almost every day. Mm-hmm. You know, to have the back door open and the windows open and sitting on the front porch and just little simple things in life. Mm-hmm. You know... Last week was a good going for walks week too. Yeah. For in my opinion, for what I like to do in the evenings. Oh yeah. Yeah. This week, not so much. Yeah, it's going to be a sweaty one. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. So where would there's so much to talk about in the world of entertainment today? There are so many things going on. Yeah, there are quite a few. Uh, we'll just start at the top. Yeah, you ready? You, Are you you've been, ready? You've been waiting for this for a long time. You've been like sitting on the edge of your seat. Like, when's it actually going to happen? When's the when's the trigger going to be pulled? When's it finally going to be here? And the answer is, it's now in the books. Okay, I didn't feel that way in any way about this, but okay. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are finally husband and wife. She confirmed the news in her newsletter. Oh, J Lo has a newsletter. Yeah, I think you should get a newsletter. That's interesting. Do you think it's like a newsletter for her fan? Like what? I'm I'm guessing Whatever. so. Um, she wrote, "We did it. Love is beautiful. Love is kind. And it turns out, love is patient. Twenty years patient." Hmm. They flew to Vegas. They stood in line for a license with four other couples, all making the same journey to the wedding capital of the world, and. Uh, they got married. It sounds like they were standing in line with other just ordinary people to get their they license. They were. That's what makes it so crazy. They were, which is kind of funny to visualize. Uh, she said she wore a dress from an old movie, and they exchanged vows in the little chapel and gave one another the rings that they're going to wear for the rest of their lives, Okay, so, says. So what, so what movie? What dress was she wearing a movie from? I'm going to say The Wedding Planner. Um, could very well be. I saw a picture of what she wore. Oh, you did? Yeah. It definitely wasn't from Monster-in-Law. Could have been the wedding planner. All right, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look this up. And he wore like a tux jacket or suit jacket from his closet. So, easy peasy. Um, she signed her newsletter with love, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. Aw. Mm-hmm. Geely was playing on TV over the weekend, I saw. <laughs> so is this... Did she, did she wear a white me. dress? No. Yeah. It, that wasn't it, was it? It was... 
No, no, okay. no, no, no. It was white, but it was very simple, short, you know, like knee length probably. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing it right here. <clears throat> All right, I'm seeing it right here. She, oh, two dresses for her Las Vegas wedding. She changed to the chapel. So which one was the one that she wore in the movie? The wedding dress, the white one, or the other one? I don't know. Well, think about it. She said, it says right here, she wore two dresses. And she's showing some cleavage there. You're putting a lot of thought into this. I am. I want to I want to figure Way out more the more than I would have. I want to figure out the wedding, darn it all. <laughs> oh, there's a picture of her waking up uh, in the next morning in the bed. Oh. Okay, I'm moving along. Okay. Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are expecting baby number 2 via surrogate and turns out it's going to be a boy. It's ah. exciting for them. They're not together as a couple, FYI. In fact, he's crossed seas somewhere well, he in the last just, week. But he got somebody else pregnant, and he just had another kid last December. He did, yeah. indeed. That was that would have been Marilee Nichols. Had a boy, Theo, with her in December. Um, yeah, so that's that. I don't know what else you want to say about that, but that's kind of it. They're not together, but they're having a baby together. Right. End of story. Uh, Ricky Martin, this is a big story. Oh, I know. Ricky Martin is fighting back against accusations that he forced his 21-year-old nephew into an incestuous relationship. The Puerto Rican superstar was hit with charges of domestic violence and incest after his nephew filed for a restraining order against him. The alleged victim claims that Martin forced him into a sexual relationship, then stalked him when he insisted on cutting it off. Martin issued a strong denial of allegations, saying his nephew is struggling with deep mental health challenges and adding that the idea is not only untrue, it is disgusting. We all hope that this man gets the help he so urgently needs. This is a quote. But most of all, we look forward to this awful case being dismissed as soon as a judge gets to look at the facts. Earlier this month, Martin was... Hit with a $3 million lawsuit by his former manager who claimed he failed to pay her for work, which included hushing up a potentially career-ending scandal. Oh. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the big part right there. Oh, my. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm not sure what to say about that, but holy cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Griner wearing a Nirvana t-shirt, was back in court Friday where uh, her attorney told the judge who's being tried... What? What? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so the attorney told the judge um, that Brittany was prescribed cannabis for medical use. Yeah, now that's... Oh, now that comes out. The same oh. substance she was caught carrying. Yeah, we we didn't bring that up. We didn't bring that up two months ago because of why? Oh, probably because it wasn't the deal. The attending physician gave Brittany recommendations for the use of medical cam- cannabis. The permission was issued on behalf of the Arizona Department of Health. Um. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but I don't know why, why would that this. why would that not have come out immediately? I, I agree. 
all of a sudden now it comes out? Give me yeah, a break. I got nothing. It seems like interesting timing. <clears throat> Tests were also submitted to the court showing that she underwent testing to ensure she complied with anti-doping regulations and the results revealed that she didn't have any prohibited substances in her system. Yeah, but she was carrying it. She was carrying hashish oil in her luggage. Oh, I forgot it was there. Oh, I grabbed the wrong suitcase. Oh, wait, this has been prescribed by my doctor. Come on. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, addressing the court, she told a judge it wasn't her intent to break the law. She simply packed hastily and forgot about the cannabis. She faces up to 10 years in prison. Uh, They're hopeful her guilty plea will be the beginning of getting freed from Russian custody. You can forget your swimming suit. You can't forget your cannabis. Sorry. For now, her detention has been authorized to go through December 20th. That's a long year. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently Dave Coulier didn't know the mess he made when he went away. Yeah. this is recognize that. This is, it. This is an interesting... This still floors me that these two were together. But, it, and I didn't realize there was that big of an age difference. It wasn't until he listened to the entirety of... His ex Alanis Morissette's album Jagged Little Pill in 1995 that he realized he may have really hurt her. On Tuesday's episode of Sirius XM, the Full House star says he was driving in Detroit when he first heard Morissette's vengeful heartbreak classic, You Oughta Know, which has long been rumored to be about him. Uh, he said he was really enjoying the song before he recognized her voice and thought to himself, Oh, oh, no. Oh, I can't be this guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. After listening to just that one song, he quickly found a record store to purchase the album. He went to his car, parked on a random street, and listened to the album start to finish. He said, quote, there was a lot of familiar stuff in there that her and I had talked about, like, in Right Through You, your shake is like a fish. I'd go, hey, dead fish me. And we'd do this dead fish handshake. And so I started listening to it and I thought, oh, I think I may have really hurt this woman. <laughs> and that was my first thought. Morissette and Coulier started dating in 1992 when she was 18 and he was 33. They broke up after two years and she released her Grammy winning album just a year later. It was a winner, yeah. anyway. <laughs> I mean, great help for her career, I guess. But, uh, wow. 15-year age difference. I, I'm not going to say it, it's, it's not horrible. Right. I don't think it is either, except for the fact that she was barely legal. Correct. She was 18. She was 18. And he was I don't know 15. how many 18-year-olds you know or thereabouts, but... There's a lot of life that they still have to learn at 18. Yeah, a lot of maturity level. Yeah, fairly emotionally immature. That Uh, as well, yes. Oh, man. Joan Collins is handling a pinched nerve in her leg like Alexis Colby would on Dynasty by relaxing at her vacation home in the south of France. I mean, that's where I would go if I had a pinched nerve. Well, she lives there. I was joking. Oh, okay. I wouldn't (laughs) actually go there. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. This is going to be a problem. Oh, no. Do you, do you need help? <laughs> uh-uh. All right. Let me just take a deep breath. Uh, you know what you, what you want, might want? <laughs> Forget it. Oh, yeah. So she's back home in St. Tropez. Oh, what a great place to live, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 
She's 89 and still walking around in six-inch heels. Maybe that's why she has a pinched nerve. Maybe. Uh, Enjoying a great day out one week before she goes in to Monaco for a trapped nerve surgery. That'll be fun. Huh. St. Tropez, huh? The pain's been excruciating, she said, but unfortunately she's dealt with, but fortunately she's dealt with it. Hmm. And she's fine like recovering there in case you're worried about her. Thanks, but no thanks. Dwayne the Rock Johnson finally revealed the reason why he turned down an offer to host this year's Emmy Awards. Johnson was approached by the Primetime TV Award Show's bosses to host the 74th annual event taking place in September, but he ultimately declined. It was just schedule, he said. I was really, truly honored when they came to me and asked, but it was just a scheduling thing. That's all. That's really what it comes down to. Rumors began to swirl last month after Deadline reported funny man Chris Rock was also approached about hosting the show with Johnson. However, the comedian also reportedly passed up the offer this week. Jeez, I wonder why. (laughs) Saying he is preoccupied with his Ego Death World Tour and upcoming Netflix comedy special. Hmm. No host has been announced no. yet. No, I, I think that, I, I don't think The Rock wants to do something like that. Save himself for the run for president. Yes. I mean, no one would come up on stage and slap him, that's for sure. No, I uh, definitely would not. Uh, he needs to run. I just found out recently, I didn't know this, apparently there's a show called like Little Rock or Young Rock or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's all about him talking about running for president in like 2032. I was like, that's not soon enough. <laughs> right. We need The Rock to run in 2024. Yeah, that's 10 years from yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, Rock, you need to, to do it now. You need to do it now, brother. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. I think, he'd be, I, think he'd, I think he would give you good balance. I think so. We definitely need someone to give us balance. And again, what, what president out there is going to want to go against, or other country's leader is going to want to go against us for any reason? I could just see him in a presidential debate. Right? Just pick, pick whoever your, your opponent is. I feel is. like there'd be a lot of sarcasm involved. I could just see that eyebrow getting raised. <laughs> oh, that would be incredible! <laughs> just once refer to somebody as a jabroni before yeah. putting them to a table. <laughs> Pulling the pulling the uh, the elbow support off and yep. throwing it on the floor, getting ready to there drop the big elbow. That'd be awesome. Chris Hemsworth bulked up a lot for the new Thor movie, <clears throat> saying he packed on muscle due to boredom during COVID lockdowns. Lockdowns, where all he did was eat and train. He said, quote, it was train, eat, train, eat, nothing else to do. Then I turned up for the film bigger than I've ever been. But... He says his wife wasn't the biggest fan of his big muscles. She was like, too much. (laughs) And he said he had a lot of male friends who were like, yeah. But a lot of female friends and family are like, yuck. Hmm. Which is funny because apparently there's one particular scene in the new movie that has, oh, so many ladies enjoying the film. Well, that's his bare button Mm -hmm. scene, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He uh, gets his clothes ripped off. Uh, he's like in some kind of um, uh, magical uh, chains or something like that. Chained up bondage style. And, and all of a sudden like, his clothes get ripped off. Goodbye to the clothes and flings them all away. And, and you, you see from the rear view of him. Full rear. And yeah. uh, all the ladies are sitting in front of him and they're all like, oh my. <laughs> so you don't seem like you'd be bummed about seeing that scene. Um, 
No, but I can get on board with someone just being too muscular. Yeah. I don't. I think it fits the character beautifully. I do too. I'm sure it does. I mean, I can imagine. But, I mean, he's always a big dude. He's a big dude. He's He's a workout fanatic. Yeah, he is. There's a new deluxe Lego set based on the sitcom The Office. I put the story in for you. I love it. A while ago, Lego came out with a basic version of The Office featuring the characters Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, and Jim Helpert. But this new set takes things to a whole new level. It's got 15 characters, including Pam, Ryan, Angela, and her cat Garbage, along with Oscar, Kevin, Stanley, Kelly, Phyllis, Meredith, Creed, Toby, and Daryl. Twelve of the figures even have expressions on both sides of their heads, so you just turn them around to change their look. And as an added bonus, you also get Kevin's pot of chili, Dwight's stapler in jello, and a world's best boss mug, among, among many other props. If you're interested in buying this historic 1,164-piece set, you can pre-order it and then wait until it ships on October 1st. I'm looking at it now. It's 120 bucks. And that's pretty cheap, it sounds like. It, for a Lego set, that's actually not bad, especially for one of the like higher-end deluxe sets. It's part of what they call their ideas line, where stuff's a little bit more realistic. It looks amazing. Like You can look at it, and you can identify all the characters so, very easily. Okay, I know that you said you have buckets and buckets and buckets of Lego. I do. Okay, so when you get a set like this... That's specialized. Got, that's specialized. It's going to have all the specialized pieces <clears throat> and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Do you keep that separate from everything else? I do. Anything that's a really, really specialized set, like I have uh, Poe Dameron's ty- uh, X-Wing from Star okay. Wars, which is the one that's colored differently, the black and the orange or whatever. That's put together. It's up on a shelf. It's going to stay together forever. Um, I have a uh, Ferrari uh, Technic one that's really nice um, that has opening doors and everything else that's motorized. That stays together, stays up on a shelf, stays like that. Um, other stuff gets put together, played with, and then becomes part of the mass of Legos. It'll become something else later. So, in other words, in your in your massive Lego collection, then there could be sets that have eyeballs or whatever that are just in there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I've got stuff that's mixed. Like it could be castle stuff, pirate stuff, space stuff, city stuff, sci-fi. It's all mixed in together. You never know what you're going to make. Don't you think we should have a Lego party? I, I think it's a brilliant idea. I mean, could you bring all your Lego here? We've got that huge atrium area in the back. There you go. <laughs> could we dump could, them out? Could we just dump them out there and just make stuff? My make wife will say you have to put a blanket down. That right. You can clean it up easily. But, uh, yeah, I think Legos are great. I love them. I had Legos growing up as kids, but I had the real basic stuff. I remember it was a big deal when I had wheels. I had the the piece that had wheels on it. I remember, yes, those. That was special. That was yeah. a great find to have the wheels. I made a um, I made a Lego car that was like about eighteen inches long, right? But only like an inch wide, <laughs> and had wheels, right? On it, and I could race it down my Hot Wheels track. There you go. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's where you know you Was got... Was that your orange Hot Wheels my, track? My orange Hot Wheels yeah. track. And uh, that's, where you, that's where the creativity came in, of mixing different genres of toys together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I used to mix Lincoln Logs with Hot Wheels. Now, how, you're saying to yourself, how do you do that? Well, I came up with a really cool idea. 
um, I had a supercharger on my um, Hot Wheels track. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so the supercharger, when the car hit it, it spit it out, and it would go all the way around the track until it hit the supercharger again, and then it would spit it out again. And Unless you built on. your track wrong, and then it would fly off and hit the wall. Right. So I, I, had, this, I had this set up perfectly for like the right, right amount of track length. Then I would build these big dilapidated buildings over the track and have one little piece of um, Lincoln log hanging down. So when the Hot Wheels shot out of there, it hit that one thing, and the whole tower collapsed down go. on top of the tracks. I, love I it. thought it was pretty brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, as a little kid, I came up with some pretty creative things. Yeah, yeah what happened? Uh, I got into radio. Oh, yeah. my, ah. brain, my brain turned into mush. That'll do it. <laughs> it turned into oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. And that is a look at entertainment news today, brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 94. Be in the right mood. I listen to you guys every, every morning. I love it. On 95X. Let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again to get a look at local news today. Once again, we bring in the news ninja. Justin Wilski with a look at news. Fondelac County authorities arrested a Greenfield man over the weekend following an the 51-year-old suspect was driving recklessly along Highway 151 Saturday near the town of Tacita when a sheriff's deputy began pursuing him. Tire deflation devices were successfully deployed, but it was not until a squad car tapped the rear of the fleeing vehicle, which caused it to spin into a ditch, that the chase ended. The driver was arrested on felony fleeing charges and pending 6th OWI offense. There were no injuries during the pursuit. Dodge County authorities are reminding residents of the penalties that come with littering. It is the Dodge County Sheriff's Office July Law of the Month. Authorities say if caught, violators could be fined up to $200. According to state statute, it is unlawful to deposit any solid waste along highways, in bodies of water, or on any private property owned by another person. It is also against Dodge County Ordinance to Litter. And officials are reminding residents of the approved ATV-UTV routes in Dodge County. According to county ordinance, ATV and UTVs can be ridden on county highways. However, the Dodge County Highway Department says not all roads are open to such vehicles. All state highways are closed to ATVs and UTVs. City, town, and village streets are open to ride on only if the municipality has adopted ordinances allowing their use. A link to the entire county ordinance on ATV-UTVs can be found at DailyDodge.com. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right, thanks you very much. Justin Wilski with a look at news. Well, we have, uh, we have something that, was, that took place that we should bring up, uh, Guinness Book of World Records kind of stuff. Uh, I posted on our Facebook page today, a Wisconsin man has set a world record in the world of uh, soda cans. I saw that. Did you see that guy? Yes. I saw it on our Facebook page. He uh, suctions soda cans to his face. I don't understand how he did it, though. He's got 10 of them. And how do you suction a soda can to your face? I don't, I don't know. get he, it. He, uh, the, the dimple in the bottom of the yeah. can. Um, apparently, if you get that just right and move it around, it'll capture air and suck to your face. Well, and we should probably mention, he, it wasn't just his face. It was his whole head. Right. And he's bald. He's bald, and he's got him on the top yeah. of his head, on the side of his head, on the back of his head. He said it, uh, it, it happened by accident. He was 
I think it happened with a, an actual full can either of of soda or beer. I think he might have been at a ball game, and he was like rubbing it on the back of his head. And it's um, stuck. And well, he was rubbing it on the back of his head because it was cold and it was a hot day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there was a foul ball. I think that was hit by him, and so he went to try to go after the foul ball, and he tried to figure out where his can was. <laughs> and here it was stuck on the Shut back. Shut up! Of... Is that a true story? I, I think so. I think so. I, I I didn't read the the complete story, but I think that's how it all went down. Um, how about this one? Speaking of of uh, feats that. Boy, not a lot of people have ever, ever done. Um, I just saw this story. Here it is. 53-year-old man in Colorado has become only the fourth person in history to do this. Um, He pushed a peanut to the top of Pike's Peak using his nose. Why would somebody do that? He also set a new record. It took him seven days. The previous record was eight days. He pushed a peanut all the way up to the top of Pike's Peak. Again, why would someone do that? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. And we have a, that's weird. We have another. <laughs> uh, we have another interesting story. A guy in Wisconsin. Another Wisconsin story. Uh, got pulled over for drunk driving. Told the cops, quote, that he drinks alcohol like it's coffee. Yes, there's there's too. a happy thought. Yeah. There's a happy thought. That's what we're famous for here in the state. And oh, by the way, Minnesota is uh, also not immune to people that like to drink and drive. You got a drunk driver in Minnesota that got pulled over. His blood alcohol level, 0.525. How was he even still breathing? He was 6.5 times over the legal limit. But I'm seriously, how was he not dead? I, I have no idea. I have no idea how anybody actually could live doing that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, we thought it was only Wisconsin. It's Because it's always, it's typically always a Wisconsin person or a Florida person, right? Seems like it. I mean, yeah. we, we always get. Uh, We're right yeah. up there. This was Blaine, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota Office of Safety says the 30 year old driver, 5.25, a person with a normal alcohol tolerance, most likely would have passed out at this point. The Cleveland Clinic says any blood alcohol content over 0.4 is potentially fatal and puts the abuser at risk of a coma. The impaired driver who could barely stand up was lucky that his decision to drink and drive didn't take a life that day, according to the office. uh, 5.25. 0.525. Yeah, 0.525. And legally, you can die at 0.4. And this guy was driving. This guy wasn't just, like, passed out. He was driving. They better really... Sock it to him on yeah. that punishment. The one thing, the one thing it does not say is whether or not this was the first time. It does not say in the story whether this was a first time situation or a third or a fourth or whatever. I don't know what Minnesota's laws are. They're probably not quite as lax as Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, they're definitely lax. Wisconsin's like, eh, yeah, whatever. Eh, go ahead. 
Hey, just go ahead. Yeah, it's just the first time. Yeah, we'll just keep on increasing the fine. Yeah, but go ahead. <sighs> no license? Yeah, not a problem. All right, that is a look today at uh, some of the weird stories that are going on around the world of ours. We're going to get to your kick in a classic coming up in just a moment. Ashanti and Twista are coming to Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. You know about this, right? Yeah, I think it's like August 13th you or are something right. like that. You are right, August 13th. And doors are going to open at 6 o'clock. The show starts at 7 o'clock. All general admission. It's an outside concert. I have tickets for this. And I'd like to give away a pair right now. Oh, nice. Nothing. You don't have to do any jump through hoops or nothing. Just call up and say you want to go. 920-887-9595. We'll take the first caller that wants to go see the uh, Ashanti Twister concert at Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells coming up on August the 13th. Caller number 1-920-887-9595 is the telephone number. And we'll set you up with a pair of tickets to go see Ashanti and Twista. Let's see if this person wants to say hi. Hello, are you calling for some tickets? Hello, are you calling for some tickets? Yes, I am. All right, do me a favor, turn down your radio. What's your first name? Susan. Susan? Yep. Where are you from? Beaver Dam. All right. So, Susan, I'm going to put you on hold to get your information off the air, but congratulations, you just won yourself a pair of tickets. Thank you. All right, hang on a second, Susan. So, Susan is this hour's winner. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Where does... What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, let's get to a, a little bit of good news today. A sheriff's deputy in Florida is being recognized and celebrated for his act of kindness to a young boy who called 911 to report he needed dinosaurs. Hmm. <laughs> 911 dispatcher received a call from a young boy in the Orlando area who said he needed a dinosaur. The dispatcher took a moment to explain to the child what real emergencies are, but still decided to dispatch a deputy to the house just to check on him and his family. But on his way to visit the boy, the deputy made a little side trip, stopped at Target, bought a couple of Jurassic Park toys to bring over, Once he had the boy's attention, he explained to him what a real emergency was and when he should call 911. That's when the boy reported well that there were lizards in their backyard and they were chasing him and his little brother all the time. (laughs) The deputy also posed for a photo with the boy and his dinosaurs, which was later shared on Facebook. So eh, police officers, they continue to do things like this that just don't get reported. Very cool. Luxembourg's roughly 640,000 citizens enjoy the world's highest per capita income of any independent state. But even this privileged pocket of Europe faces several several challenges. One of them is cars. Nearly 9 out of 10 households have a car, and 1 in 10 families have 3 or more. To curb its driving addiction, this small country is trying an ambitious idea— 
In February of 2020, it became the first nation in the world to make all public transit entirely free at whoa, point of use. Whoa. With the exception of first-class tickets, no one has paid a cent to ride a bus, tram, or train within their borders. While the idea seems like something only a tiny rich country like Luxembourg could make feasible, in reality, lots of free transit programs are springing up in cities around the world. While free transit doesn't necessarily get everyone out of cars, they remove barriers for poorer citizens and create frictionless systems for everyone. I wonder if there's some way that you could do that exactly what they're doing, but do it in a way that you could have some kind of income coming in still like maybe there's signage that you sell more advertise i don't know because i think this uh, this is a really good idea mm-hmm. yeah no i think so too you know i know a lot of people oh, you can't make everything free well when you do take what you, there are ways of paying for things yes there are ways of paying for things absolutely we just have to decide what's more more important when it comes to paying for things Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to say that space exploration is a dumb idea, but but there are things that might significantly might be more important right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's just my opinion. No, I agree. Like, I, I, it boggles my mind that our country doesn't have some kind of, um, you know, like high-speed rail system. Like that, it's like, what? Right. We're so behind in some areas. Oh, in so many areas, we're so far behind. So this is, this is something I've thought about, but I never put a lot of thought into it. But yesterday, my wife and I were sitting outside, and in the background, we heard... Sounds like a woodpecker. Exactly. We kept on hearing a woodpecker, right? And, they're, and they can be really loud mm-hmm. at times. When yes, you hear they them. can. And the one thing you think about is how, how are they able to constantly take their head and hammer it into a tree and not end up with a concussion? I guess I've never really thought about that. But th- right? I mean, think about it. They're pounding yeah, constantly. Constant. Well, we don't know why woodpeckers don't not make themselves loopy when bashing their mm-hmm. head against a tree. For years, the prevailing wisdom has been that they have some kind of a natural shock absorber in their skulls to protect their brain. But now researchers have shown that that is not the case. By analyzing video of woodpeckers in action, researchers determined that the woodpecker's brain does receive the full blow of the impact. Wow. It's just that when you're a smaller animal, smaller animals can withstand higher decelerations. Hmm. So in other words, that head moving forward and stopping, their, their, their bodies can withstand that better. Mm-hmm. They use computer models. Researchers determined that the birds would have to hammer a tree at twice the speed that they do in order to sustain any kind of damage. The researchers also discovered something else. The bird closes its eyes upon impact, and they say that might be a thing that is triggered by nature itself, so the bird does not get splinters 
in his or her eyes when they're hammering on the tree. Huh. So That's a crazy story. It is a weird... It's, it's a, again, Mother Nature. Yeah. Mother Nature is just a, a crazy thing when you think about it. All right. Anyways, we're going to get to uh, our five random facts with Jennifer next hour. We'll talk to Jennifer one more time, get weather, plus uh, other fun stuff coming up. But first, let's get Wade in here with a look at sports. In sports, the Brewers limp into the All-Star break, losing three of four to San Francisco, falling nine to five on Sunday. Pitcher Devin Williams was added to the National League All-Star team yesterday as well, while Corbin Burns and Josh Hader both opt out of the game. Home run Derby tonight in Los Angeles. The game is on Tuesday. Brewers drafted Coastal Carolina shortstop Eric Brown with the 27th overall pick in the first round of the Major League Baseball first-year player draft on Sunday night. He was considered one of the best defensive shortstops in all of college baseball. Australian Cameron Smith rallied by Rory McIlroy to win the British Open at St. Andrews yesterday. Bucks fell to Toronto 80-69 in their Vegas Summer League finale on Sunday. Lindell Wigginton led the way with 11 points. Christopher Bell won the NASCAR Cup Series race at New Hampshire. The Beaver Dam 16U White Construction American Legion baseball team saw their season end at the regionals, falling 6-5 to to Kettle Moraine in Wapan on Sunday. The 19Us host Jackson tonight at the BDHS Diamond. You can watch that game on Daily Dodge TV, presented by Columbus Family Dental, Hometown Glass and Improvement, and the Beaver Dam Unified School District. The John Deere pregame show set for 550. That is your sports update. I'm Wade Bates. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells Studios, playing today's best music, your all-time favorites, streaming live on DailyDodge.com. This is 95X. Looks like we've got uh, everybody around except Thomas was here and then he disappeared. Could be a magic trick. Right. I see Craig Warmbold has made it back into the uh, studio. How are you, sir? Good morning, Rick. How are you? I am uh, fantastic. Good to hear. Yeah. Does Justin have a ponytail in? No. He oh, okay. just looks like a uh, roadie for Leonard Skinner this morning. From the front, it looks like he might have a little bit of a ponytail in, but I guess not. It must just be the headband. I would think it would be pigtails that he would look like. Oh, you could now see when the, he turned his head, yeah. not so much. But on the one side, it looked that way. He's worn pigtails before. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's uh, going to fashion a different routes. Thomas, yeah. he he now knows we're no, talking I, about I like him. His look this morning. Thomas, you're clean shaven. He looks like he's part like the head of a group of florists that also uh, do a lot of motorcycle riding on the, over the weekend. <laughs> motorcycle riding. All right, florists. we'll go with that. That works. <laughs> he's waving at us right now. Mm, Thomas, you're all clean shaven. What uh, what prompted you to get rid of all the facial hair? Oh, you missed Mustache Week. Just had to get rid of it. Had to shave the stash. Was it one of those things where it just kind of got annoying? Yeah, I know it got I... annoying listening to Sherry to, uh, talk about how awful the mustache was. <laughs> exactly. Well, the mustache by itself was awful. I think it was fine. Do, would Craig? you want me to lie and Craig? say that I like it? Craig? I just think you have an anti-mustache philosophy. Craig, mustache on Thomas, was it good or bad? It looked like a, uh, a 70s version of a 30s mustache. Here's the thing. I don't hate all mustaches, Okay. Some people can pull off a mustache. Tom Selleck, great mustache. <laughs> yeah. Alan Jackson. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looked like Alan Jackson, a little darker. But, Thomas, you're just not a mustache not, guy. Mm. 
I'm not saying you're not a facial hair guy, just not a single by itself well, standalone. I guess you and me both. So he looked like a bike cop. Yes, like a bicycle cop. Yes, we did talk about that. <laughs> or a bass boat fisherman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get us wrong. Not a motorcycle cop. A bicycle, a bicycle cop. Bicycle cop. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Correct. No, they're both great professions. Yeah. <laughs> Even thought he could probably pull you, off the horse. <laughs> were you trying to do uh, with yeah. a mustache like that? Were you trying to do like a uh, what was it? Uh, Peaky binders, kind of oh, a thing. Peaky, peaky binders. Uh, maybe yeah. a bit of a peaky binder in there. Yeah, yeah. kind of works with the haircut I, a little bit. Right. So he, de- then he definitely looked like he was like plotting to rob a bank or something. I, there was something. All right, off. stick them. Up. Your lack of facial hair down low definitely. <laughs> Excuse me. Down low. Excuse down me. Low. <laughs> I said facial hair down low. Oh, we know. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Accentuates your eyebrows. They stand out more. Or eyebrow, depending on the They are the pinnacle of my face, really. Good brows. Good brows. See, I I, got to be honest. I like the scruffy because it does give you that Keanu look, which I think it looks pretty good on you. It works. It works. Speaking of brows, are you thinking about uh, sculpting yours before the wedding? No. They look good. They look good as they are. There's nothing I can you know, do. If anyways. you ever need somebody to pluck some brow, I'm always here. <laughs> I've never had to. That is as hairy of a guy as I am. <laughs> Just because I've... you haven't, it doesn't mean you haven't no. needed to. <laughs> I, no, no, it's like you got two bicycle cops above you your eyes. You guys could have seen Ooh. the look I just gave Thomas. I was like, mm. no, I okay. Let me let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I have to trim them when they get long, okay? Because uh-huh. I get the warlock things that my wife will point yeah. out. But I've never had the what you call it? Oh, the unibrow. Yeah, that, I've never had to pluck that unibrow Ooh. thing. That's what I meant. Lucky. That's oh, what okay. I meant. I've never had to pluck. <laughs> but you've done that for a long time. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And I don't really have to. Cut out the warlock look so much. Yeah, I've got the warlock yeah. look. Yeah. yeah. It'll come. Craig doesn't... It, I was going to say, that usually comes with age. Craig doesn't do, have any do of this. you trim that, Craig? I Craig? trim my warlocks. Yeah. You do? Do you? Oh, you have to? I bet. Yeah, well, I get them before. The, yeah, I could tell when they're starting to sprout. He's in his late 40s. Yeah, I would say that they... Are you getting ear hair, Craig? Up. What's that? Are you getting ear hair yet? Uh, No, not that I know of. Hmm. I'm not overly hairy, though, so right. I'm lucky. I'm fair-skinned and Yeah, you shave, like, what, once every three years? Well, I shave my whole face once every three years. My dad, Parts my dad, of it get more frequent attention. My dad would say, you have the kind of face that just put some milk on it and let the cat lick it off. Yeah, yeah, that, that could work. Oh, that, was the, that was the old what? joke. That was the old joke with, with somebody that didn't have to shave very often. Just put some milk on your face and let the cat lick it off because you're not have rough tongues. Yeah, that's weird. It's like sandpaper, I guess. It's going to be hot, I get it, but guys. It's, weird. it's going to be hot the next couple of days, next several days. In fact, how hot is it, Rick? Well, it's so hot that if you are thinking that you want to beat the summer heat, you might consider ditching those pesky undergarments. Oh, yes. oh free balling man. Oh, that's so right. That's the answer. The Daily Mail newspaper just did a big write up on why going commando on a hot day is a good call. And they claim it can make a huge difference. Let your boys air out. And that's right. The main reason is obvious. Removing an extra layer of clothing anywhere on your body allows for better ventilation and helps you stay cool. For women, it can also help avoid yeast infections. For that reason, one health expert says women should go commando whenever possible. What? 
I feel like that's the uh-huh. opposite. Ditching your underwear can also make guys more fertile, especially oh. on hot days. Watch out, Rick. If you're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, kind of, I kind of got what? lost on it. He just said, watch out, Rick. Does that mean, like, <laughs> I should watch out or I should watch out because Craig is near me? I, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that meant there, Craig. Well, I didn't take oh, it the second way. way. Hi, yeah, I'm just thinking... Definitely go commando, but uh, maybe avoid the short, short, short shorts then. Yeah. yeah. Keep right. your legs yeah. closed if you do. Mm. Yeah. Please. <laughs> they said if you're not used to it, you can just be extra careful about injuries relating to zipping up when it comes to going commando. Ooh, and be careful oh, zipping yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe I, don't wear abrasive material either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep the heavy, stiff denim away. Does any? Do you guys know anybody that goes commando? I do. No. I, uh, not after college, I don't. I have a commando friend. You do? Yes, I do. Like so how is John from Arizona commando? doing? No, not John from Arizona. <laughs> John from... I pretty much... You know what? John from Arizona, I'll bet he's a, a whitey-tidy guy. I'll bet still John from Arizona is a whitey-tidy guy. guy. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. He's listening today, John. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. He he does bicycle rides for fun. He right. seems like a support kind of guy. Oh, that's yeah. a great point, actually. Keep your boys together. Yeah, but but you got to remember, there's work and there's play, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're doing something like bike riding, yeah, you want everybody up close and personal. Mm-hmm. But man, if it's a normal day and you live out in Arizona where it's 117 degrees. And you're casual. Yeah. You're going to kind of let everything down. You want some breathability there. That's what I'm saying. I, he's tidy whities though. We have spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm John watching somebody trim their unibrow right now. And we right could now. spend more and more time on this if we, uh, if we only had the time. Craig, we had a story. I was thinking of you when we read the story about this guy from Minnesota that got busted for drunk driving. Oh, thanks, Rick. <laughs> uh, no, because of all the stories that you've had in the past. I've had a lot of stories. Um, about drunk driving. Sherry and I were like... our. Jaws Not about hit, him personally drunk right. driving. Let's no. just be clear Craig. there. Our, our jaws hit the ground though when we saw what this guy um, clocked in at. Is his uh, PBT or the number of OWIs? He's no, his up? PBT. Uh oh, was it above four? Uh, yeah, five point two five. Point five two five. Point five two five. Point five two five. Yeah, wow. I mean, still point, walking. Driving. Driving. Yeah. Wow. He wasn't walking very well, apparently, when they got him out of his car. Driving perfectly fine, though, I'm sure. Uh, Wow. You should be, you could be dead at point four. Could be, yeah. And you could certainly kill other people. At point oh nine. Right. Or even buzz driving is drunk driving. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot more, I'm seeing more commercials on TV right now about uh, prescription drugs. Yeah. And driving. Yeah. Mm. A, oh, yeah. With a prominent doctor in the news around the outer edges of our listening area a few years back that killed like two or three people, rear ending them. Was it because uh, of drug driving? Like like oxycodone or something uh, like that? It's probably, yeah. I don't remember the specifics, but, you know, I mean, once you, once you, get, uh, once you get hooked, it's, um, it's, a, uh, yeah, it's a slippery downward descent. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Ugh. quick one, usually. Pretty quick. So I was, I was out all last week. I didn't have a chance to uh, partake in any of the fun that we always have here. Is there anything that, was there anything big that I missed? Oh, you missed the Candle in the Wind fun. trivia. Yeah, that was great. Oh, that was oh a yeah, the, the Candle in the Wind trivia. Yeah. 
Sure, you don't. Mark's on over here. What was the one the day before Candle in the Wind trivia? That was was a doozy. Awful. I don't even remember. It was so bad I blocked it out. (laughs) That was that was something. That wasn't the Richard Marks trivia. Oh, Richard Marks trivia. Yeah, it was a good one. Was it Richard Marks, Carl Marks, Harpo Marks, or or Bernard Marks? Bernard Marks. Yeah, for Brave New World, (laughs) the Aldous Huxley 1934 book (laughs) that so many of our listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with. That's a classic. Richard Marks trivia. Richard Marks trivia. I'll be right here waiting. So yeah, well, by all means, be careful. Go Sherry's gonna punch you. She does not like Richard Marks. It turns out, Richard. No, and that's where it all came from. There were things posted all over my office of Richard Marks. Go in there; you'll still see a couple of them. Really? Oh yeah. There's a little one on a stick in my plant. Uh, there's one who did, on my who pencil did all that? cup. Oh, Richard Marks, maybe. Uh, one Miss. Amy and Mr. Kale. Oh, they decided to decorate your office. Well, that was nice. Tortured that was very nice. Yes, they tortured me. I like Richard Marks. It was a gift of love. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I probably wouldn't do very well on Richard Marks trivia, though. I, I thought do, Richard Marks was uh, Brian Adams, so I did terribly. How about Candle in the Wind trivia? I would do better on Harpo Marks trivia, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Candle in the Wind trivia. Us. I think I'd probably do pretty well on that. Yeah. What did you, uh, do you remember any of the questions? I, I mean, I won. won. You won that, yeah. yeah. I thought you won both of them. Yeah, you did pretty good, Cher, for somebody who was a hater. It was awful, though. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan? No. Not, she's not a fan, no. guys. Not a fan. Well, we're going to get Jennifer in here. We'll find out what's happening from a game standpoint, and plus we'll get to your five random facts. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. No pain at all. I recommend this to any pain of joints for anybody. Go to newmedicalctr.com. Call New Medical Center for an alternative approach with innovative medicine at 920-249-8757. Your health is our mission. Lesson learned. We're talking about farts, candy corn, and twaddles can win you first place. If only my middle school teachers could see me now. What? 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 It's the 95X Morning Show. All right, we're going to bring Jennifer in right now to talk a little South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, hello. All right, before we get to uh, Jennifer talking South Central Wisconsin weather, we have other things that we have to do, other fish we have to fry. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, first question from our nearly impossible question category. I don't think this is going to be a a very difficult one. I just want to do our own internal kind of a survey right here because there's all six of us on the air right now. 64% of Americans own at least one product made by what company? Sony? Great guess. Incorrect. Apple? Is it the impossible question? Is it impossible oh to answer or impossible that it's true? It's nearly uh, impossible. It's usually, a lot of times, it's, a, it's a impossible to answer without me giving you guys a clue. Okay. So that's why I said this first one was really easy, and, and Ninja got it correct. It is Apple. Um, I do not own any Apple product at all. Now, I know, Sherry, you and Thomas both have Apple phones. Craig, you have an Apple phone? Yep. And Ninja? Yeah. Not a one. You don't have a one. <laughs> He's a smart one. Nope. Sherry, how, or, I should say... in our house. No, don't get him Jennifer, smart. what about you? Nope. You Does your husband? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, so he's an Apple guy and you're an Android person. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever, I, what's that like in your household? Is there, is there like a war that goes on between the two of you with this? There used to be more so, less so now, because he is a app developer, so he had to learn. He was exclusively iPhone stuff, and now he does, he had to learn Android, and I was just like, ha <laughs> sucker. Um, <laughs> plus, his phone, his iPhone's on the fritz, and I was just like, well, mine's fine, and we have the same network, so, you know, maybe you should switch now. Maybe. Um, but no, like, I, sometimes I'll, like, I'll, like, you know, grab his phone to, like, do something. I was like, I don't, I don't know how to use this. This is ridiculous. I don't understand this at all. Uh, it it makes iPhone makes no sense in my head. I I agree. Mm-hmm. I I don't like Same. I don't like things that are proprietary. Um, that's where I have. I think that's where I've always had a real big problem with anything that's made by Apple. I just love that every Android feature Apple will get in five years. So good for them. <laughs> that's the norm that's these days. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Must not uh, like Facebook either. Then. Sixty-seven <laughs> percent of women have dumped a guy. Because of this. Bad breath. It is not... That was exactly what I was thinking. A, a geeky laugh. Yeah, no. Talked about an ex. Parents. His mother. No. Ooh, good one, Cherry. That's good. Ooh, doesn't have a neck. No neck. <laughs> no neck. <laughs> very stout shoulder-neck ratio. No yeah. neck. Doesn't dumped separate... a guy because he has <laughs> no neck. Hair. It's a lung yeah. head. Doesn't separate his laundry. I'm going to give you guys a clue here. It is nothing... It's nothing physical. It's not a physical feature of him. No sense of humor. No, that's Craig. Does it have to do with a habit? Allowed um, a sneezer. Craig. Craig says no sense of humor. That's actually a pretty good guess. He's not intelligent. Not a talker. No, he's not warm. Um, Bad jokes. Excessively sentimental. No, <laughs> no, that's not a bad guess. Oversensitive. Oversensitive. Another Ooh, good one. Oh, quick to anger. Uh, boy, you guys are. Tells kind bad of being jokes. super judgy. Uh, gets bored easily. Super judgy. Lack yes. of attention span. You guys I'm just are gonna like sit back and let Tom all keep over on. the board. Picky but that's eater? those are what picky eater. No, no, no. Yeah, we're closer with nervous jitters. All right. Anxiety. You're Stutter. Have to tell us. <laughs> um, this is something that probably guys complain about women. He's got an iPhone. <laughs> Talks too much. Doesn't talk enough. Does something I'm not gonna lie, too much. I did judge my husband Blames when I met him. Enough. I was like, "You have an iPhone." Yeah. Uh, was that a turn off, Jennifer? Oh yeah. I figured so. Uh, interrupts all the time. It, it is somebody that does something too much. Hosts a morning show. It's not something like passing gas. No, no, it is not. Coughing. Okay, good. Nope. Snorts while they laugh. Burping? No, it is... Uh, Addicted to PCP. More farts. It's a personality she thing, right? It is a personality like thing. She's gum to It's a personality thing. Does this too much. Just drives her crazy. Blink. Gossips? What? Blink. Gossip? No. Nope. Guys, there's one word that you're missing Bites out Bites their nails. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Complains. Complains. There we go. 67% of women say they have dumped a guy mainly because he complained too much. Oh, that's not fair. Sherry, did you ever date anybody that was a complainer that just drove you crazy? No, I don't think so. Jennifer, how about you? Did you ever meet somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Absolutely. <laughs> It wasn't like a long-term thing either. It was just kind of like, you know, we'd go out on a few dates with a guy, and I'm just kind of like, all right, dude, first-world problems, calm down. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. All right, last one. This is a very interesting one. The older you get, the harder it is to blank. Touch your toes. There's, I would think there'd be a lot of things yeah. we could fill that blank with. Yes. But, um, this is physical. 
stand up. Keep your skin from hanging off stand your face. Stand up is is a good guess, but it's more than that. It's more Scratch than that. Scratch that hard-to-reach spot in the middle of jump. your Jump. It is jump! Jennifer, you got it! Ooh. Ooh. Wow. The older you get, the harder it is to jump. And there is, uh, being the oldest guy here, I can tell you there is definitely truth to that. On the upside, you don't have to jump, Rick. There's a line of people willing to push you. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Ouch. Winner, points. winner, Not chicken me, dinner. That was, that was fantastic. All right, real quick, guys. I'm going to give you uh, a, a couple of uh, facts here, and you got to tell me whether it is a, a fact or it's BS. So it's yes or BS. Ready? Mm-hmm. Superman's Kryptonian birth name was Jor-El. BS. <laughs> BS. Wrong. No clue. It's uh, Jor-El. It's Cal. Yeah, his name, oh, his name was Cal L. Yeah, his dad was Jor L. Marlon Brando. Yeah. Uh, the Bic, as in Bic pens, is an abbreviation of the name of the company. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it's an anagram or an acronym. I mean, it is uh, actually the abbreviation of the name Marcel Biche. B I C H. There are that. ten bones. In the uh, in your wrist and the end of your hand, there are ten bones that are in the wrist end of your hand. I should say, only ten. Yeah, yeah, there's more. more. So I would in think the wrist, more. No, not said wrist it, and hand. Not no, just wrist. Oh. Says, says there are ten bones that are in the wrist end of your hand. Oh, sure. BS. Uh, sure. It is BS. Only eight. Oh, so if they didn't oh. abbreviate it, you'd be like, hey, can I borrow your biche? Yeah, I think so. Okay, which is pretty cool. Um, a toaster uses 1,100 watts of electricity to toast one piece of bread. It could if it's an 1,100-watt toaster. <laughs> That's a good uh, way of looking at it, Greg. I guess yes. yes. Microwaves yeah. at like 1,100, sure. watts. Yeah, you guys are right. Yeah. It is, yes. Uh, the Eiffel Tower is 1,984 feet tall. Nope, 1,983. BS. It the... is BS. It's only 984 feet. No. It's really not that tall. I was off by tall. one. Uh, General Douglas MacArthur and his father, Lieutenant Arthur MacArthur. <laughs> oh, my wow. gosh. That poor guy. Goes by Artie. We're, we're is, that o- what's gonna, is that real, or is that what's going to make this We're the yet? only father and son to both be awarded the Medal of Honor. They called him Farty Artie. Uh, <laughs> BS. You say BS, yeah. No, it's true. True. I'm going to say yes. True it is one. true. <laughs> Arthur MacArthur. I love that. <laughs> Arthur MacArthur. <laughs> that's, that's Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, everybody remembers Bodie. Um, the number one most annoying habit men have, according to women, is leaving laundry on the floor. The most annoying? I don't think yeah, that's the most annoying. That's the most annoying. Yeah, it's probably up there, but I'm going to say BS. Thomas? BS. You guys are right. What is, What is the most annoying habit that men have, according to women? Being alive. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, breathing. <laughs> Just being. Uh, it's, um, act- it's actually dirty dishes in the sink. Oh, oh okay. I thought for sure mm-hmm. peeing on. The I don't toilet. mind dirty dishes in the sink as long as they're in the sink. The thing that bothers me the most is my husband will put it on the counter. Mm. Yes, I'm like, right next put it in the dishwasher or put it in the sink. So you've got he's gotten have gotten better at that, right? Oh, he has not all the time, but I mean he's the primary dishwasher anyway. So I'm like, I guess I can't be too picky because I just I can't stand washing dishes. But I also like you know don't like the stuff. 
Like, just dirty dishes out on the counter. It takes up space. That's what the sink is for. Put it in the sink. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There have been times I've tried to get a dish as close to the sink as possible without putting it in just to see how long it takes her to get mad at me. Justin. Sometimes you got to entertain yourself. And you're the guy that will not put on a pair of socks that's not folded. That is correct. She it's knows I do folded? it too. Yeah, yeah. You've what? never heard about. You've never heard this, Jennifer, have you? Not just not no. folded, but it has to be folded the right way. <laughs> All right. So go what ahead. What's wrong with you? You <laughs> unfold them to put it, to put them on your feet, right? I have literally pulled socks out of my drawer that are not folded and handed them to the wife, and she will fold them for me, give them back, so I can unfold them and put them on my feet. Why? Well, you're a big boy. Why can't you fold but, them yourself? I yeah. don't do it right. Uh huh. Mm, Why wow. haven't you learned? So then wow. you can't berate her for not doing them right. Well, the funny thing is be, I taught her how to do it right. Be a man so. and put on your socks and move on oh, with your you life. you taught her, so you do know how. Oh. I do, but it's not the same. Oh. Oh, oh I see okay. Mm-hmm. Justin, I come know, on it's now. Horrible. I love it when I'm not the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I love this when I'm not getting ripped on. Do you know how far that would... You're just being... Com- this is one of those things where... Men just be com- like they're just being complicated, just to be complicated. I'm, you you're fully capable of putting socks on yourself without oh, I'm, I'm having 100% them be folded. Capable, but I will be uncomfortable. So you're just being a butthead, day. is what it is. Sure, okay. that's exactly Yay. it. All right, last one before we we got to get going here. Uh, last one, uh, five mem and I do this in Thomas's honor today. Five members of the village people had mustaches. Yes or BS? Yes. Oh. Yes. BS. Yes. It is, yes. Five of the six members of the village people had mustaches. And Thomas, I wish I would have seen just the mustache only. Maybe next time. Oh, there are pictures. Oh, there are. There are half a a mustache pictures. Fantastic. All right, Jennifer, let's go over the weather forecast. It is going to be a hot, sticky situation around here. It is, especially today. Yeah, I mean, today we're looking at actually our warmest day for this particular forecast. Sunny skies, highs around about 90 degrees. It's going to be sticky and warm, like you said. Um, Not too much movement as far as the wind is concerned, so it's going to be pretty calm for most of the day today. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 68. Tomorrow, sunny skies, just a degree cooler, high around about 89. But it is going to be more breezy, so winds gusting as high as about 30 miles per hour. So hopefully that will help offset that heat and humidity a little bit tomorrow. Slight chance for an isolated shower and storm in the evening hours. Wednesday, sunny high of 82 degrees. This will be our coolest day. Thursday, sunny high of 86. And then on Friday, mostly sunny. Pretty similar day with a high of 85. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, here we go. Five random facts. Random fact number one. Oh, my gosh. The co-founder of Starbucks said they were desperately close to calling it Cargo House. Oh. Which he said would have been a terrible, terrible mistake. Cargo How could he know that? I think I think cargo shorts went out of style rather quickly. Yeah, I don't know if what cargo house means. Right. Hmm. What does Starbucks mean? Well, what does Starbucks mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, for me, it sounds like dreamy. Like ooh, neither of them pleasant. screams coffee though. Right. I know you're right. Right. Random fact number two: the 1900 Summer Olympics in Paris featured a long jump competition on horses. <laughs> wow. Wow. Belgium won. The competition. Mm. Belgian jumpers. That's got to be dangerous. Random fact number three. The Houston metropolitan area 
is 9,444 square miles. You live there, Ninja. Yeah, it's big. They have two beltways. Right. You, when you go, you seem like you never, ever leave Houston. No, you don't. Uh, by the way, that landmass... Part of me still there. ...is bigger than the entire state of New Jersey. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. Houston, the city of Houston is bigger than all of New Jersey. Correct. Huh. Wow. That's how much... I, I still remember we let, took out a... Uh, left from a cruise in Houston, and from the airport to where the cruise dock was, it, it took like an hour to get yeah, there. It's absolutely crazy. It's ridiculous. Well, Minnesota Junction is bigger than all of Rhode Island, so I guess that stands to reason. Okay. <laughs> That's not true, but... Mm. Oh, okay. They're close. Right. Uh, random fact number four, approximately 250,000 people in America are married to their first or second cousins. What? Oh, cool. what? What? Well, first. That's yeah. just in Alabama. <laughs> Is it knowingly or unknowingly? Yeah, that's an important one. Well, how would we know if they I didn't just, know? I, I, I've got it. I've got it. Wait, I've got did something. you say unknowingly? No, not I. No, I didn't say unknowingly. I'm, Everybody, they, do your they, family they married. tree. I mean, I'm thinking West Virginia, Mississippi, Oklahoma, right. Wapaka. What? No, we'll oh, sorry. Yeah. My you were thinking Marquette confused. County. Yeah. I'm kidding. Okay, we're kidding. Uh, and lastly, one third of people who drink Pedialyte are adults, and yes. most of them are hungover. Are using oh. it to treat hangovers? Yes. You are right, that Jennifer. I've heard you before. are right. You're a genius. <laughs> Had, did you ever do that, Jennifer? Only the chocolate. Sure. Okay. All right. I've never had it. I don't, it. Know, like I don't know what it tastes it's like. Gross. I do Gatorade. There you go. Oh. Yeah, oh, I, I, I do Gatorade primarily, but I tried it once, and I was just kind of like, all right. Yeah, mm. apparently electrolytes are what your body needs mm-hmm. and is dehydrated, so Pickle might juice. as well put some the right stuff in it. All right, on that note, Jennifer, you go out there and make it a great day. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right, there's Jennifer with a look at the weather Ooh. forecast. All right, so we got a pack going on here that uh, tomorrow is going to be commando day. What? Yeah. I did Commando not agree tomorrow? to any such We're gonna thing. We're going to celebrate the 1985 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Commando. That's right. Jenny! Yeah, nice. That was his daughter's name. Well, played by Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Alyssa Milano. Hmm. One of, okay. one, of the, one of the greatest lines of any movie ever came out of that movie. Jenny? Hmm? When, he's got the, when he's got the Scully, he's got him by the ankle and he's holding him over the cliff. He says... Scully, remember when I told you I was not going to kill you? Oh. Yeah, 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 Matrix, I remember that. I lied. Ah! Let's him go. Yeah. Fantastic line. That love was that your movie. favorite part? Oh, I love that part. Special forness. Scully was just a real curdle. skunk. Scully. John Matrix. Matrix. Skunk. Yeah. John Matrix was a good guy, though. Oh, Matrix. Yeah. Let off some steam, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And what you call it? Um, the only man. the only time I've ever seen her in a movie, Ray Dong Chong. Yeah, Tommy yeah. Chong's daughter. Oh, she was in a couple others. But I yeah. can see why she wasn't in another film. But I mean, yeah. it wasn't a great role. She didn't do a great job. It's all right. No, when she launches the Law's rocket backwards. Yeah, there's <laughs> say your favorite that. part, Sherry. I have no idea. What have you, you ever guys seen it? Even talking. What movie are we talking about? Commando, 1985. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got to go rent it on VHS tonight, Jerry. No, 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 no. I'm good. Uh, no, I've never. The seen The tool it. shed scene is awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
with the with the uh, axe, the rakes, and yeah. the razors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great movie. Maybe we could talk about something more current, like Thomas's mustache. No, like what no. I watched over the weekend. What'd you watch, what you watch over the weekend, that? Sherry? Skinwalker Ranch. Ooh. Sounds really crazy. Oh, that that sounds about? that sounds really entertaining. Why are you rolling your eyes movie? at me? What, Thomas? Is it science fiction? What is yeah. it exactly? Well, yeah, it's like it's. You, you watched a science fiction movie? No, it's not. It wasn't fiction. a movie. It's. Um, I think it was eight episodes total, but it's about a, a section UFO of Utah. Alley. Ooh. Uh, where there are a lot of paranormal things that go on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought for, cool. when you said Utah, I thought it was about like a bunch of uh, like one guy that has eighteen wives or something like that. No, no, but it was very interesting. Well, Thomas would like it then. Oh, mm-hmm. did they find anything about the land? Like, is there something mysterious going? Oh, on? there's a lot of stuff that's going on there and has for decades. Ancient decades burial site. Decades. Um. Ancient in what way? Like Native American. No. Well, I mean, there is a Native American piece to it, but it's that's not what. It might be uh, from another planet? Yes, that is correct. Really? They mm-hmm. bury all their dead in Utah? Um, Could be? I, no, I think they might bury some of their ships in Utah. Whoa! Ooh. Alien ship graveyard. Wow. It was really interesting. It was. Sounds like you got sucked into it too. I did. I watched the whole thing this weekend. We tried to watch. We tried to watch a new thing on TV, and I got <clears throat> through one and a half episodes, and I'm like, I just don't get what it. What was it called? The Dropout. The Dropout with uh, Dropout uh, Amanda Seyfried. It's a. It's apparently a oh. true story. This uh, she invented this um, one drop yeah, of blood yeah, test, yeah, 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 and it yeah. was a fake. If it, it was a it, so that wasn't good. I I just that didn't. Was on Hulu, I Hulu, right? Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I watched one and a half episodes. I'm like, I just don't get it. It's not my thing. Did you watch Inventing Anna? What's that Ooh, on Netflix? Yeah, I, I want to watch that. What's that? That was good. Huh. It's also Anna, based on a true story. What's her name? Um, Anna. Yeah. Anna starts to the D. The one who did all the fraud. Yes, massive amount of fraud. Oh, uh, looks interesting. Okay. Oh, I'm waiting up for the Anna Kornikova special. Goodbye. Where does confidence come from? At Marshfield Clinic Health System. You know? It's my station. Today's best music, 95X. Let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again for this local news update brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. Now with news, here's Craig Warmbold. Excuse me. Fond du Lac County authorities arrested a Greenfield man over the weekend following an 11-mile pursuit. The 51-year-old suspect was driving recklessly along Highway 151 Saturday near the town of Techita when a sheriff's deputy began pursuit. Tire deflation devices were successfully deployed, but it was not until a squad car tapped the rear of the fleeing vehicle that caused it to spin into the ditch that the chase ended. The driver arrested for felony fleeing and uh, pending 6th OWI offense. No injuries reported. Dodge County authorities reminding residents of the penalties that come with littering. It is the Dodge County Sheriff's Office Law of the Month. Authorities say if caught, violators could be fined up to $200. According to state statute, it is unlawful to deposit any solid waste along highways in bodies of water or on any private property owned by another person. It's also against Dodge County ordinance to litter. 
A Dodge County service organization, the recent recipient of a Project Growth Grant, the Wisconsin Department of Children and Families announced over $20 million that will go towards a number of community teams and businesses to help solve challenges facing the state's child care system. Greater Watertown Community Health Foundation was an applicant through the Dream Up Child Care Supply Building Grant Program. The foundation, one of 28 cross-sector teams that will receive strategic planning and support and uh, $75,000 in grant funding to evaluate, plan, sustain, and expand existing child care offerings. Officials reminding the residents of Dodge County about approved ATV and UTV routes. County ordinance says that ATVs and UTVs can be ridden on county highways. However, the Dodge County Highway Department says not all roads are open to such vehicles. All state highways are closed to ATVs and UTVs. City town and village streets are open to ride on only if the municipality has adopted ordinances allowing their use. A link to the entire county ordinance on UTVs can be found with this news story at DailyDodge.com. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33, just east of Beaver Dam. Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. Prairie Ridge. It's the morning show. The only way to wake up. Morning awesomeness. The best music. The music got the windows down. On 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. Today's day in history. Oh, oh mm-hmm. my. Yes, we are We are ready. Only got a couple events on my uh, primary source here for history. Uh, 1870, the first Vatican Council decreed the dogma of papal infallibility. Oh. The Pope can never be wrong. Oh, yeah. 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 Unless they choose to retire, in which case it was meant to be. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we, we just change the rules on everything. Kind of. There's a lot of religions yeah. that are really good about just changing the rules on things. Like, oh, we said this, but now what we mean is this, but, but don't God forget about that. But always meant to do it that right. way. Right. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, yeah. too. 1968, Intel was founded in Mountain View, California. Oh. Microprocessor company. Wow. Microchips. Intel inside. Cool. Cool stuff. 1976, uh, the Nadia, uh, wait, Nadia Komenichi. Nadia Komenichi. Became the first person in Olympic Games history to score a perfect 10 in gymnastics at the 1976 Summer Olympics. She was ridiculously good. That's cool. I mean, she was. There was, there was no way, not even the Russian judge could, you know, downgrade her her routines were so perfect hmm. she was just perfection i don't remember i was something. two yeah you were two years old i remember i remember the name hearing the name afterward <laughs> they spoke of nadia komenichi uh, far and wide 2013 the government of detroit filed for the largest municipal bankruptcy in u.s history approximately 20 billion dollars in debt. wow so the actual city of detroit filed I did not realize. I don't remember that. It was after Ford pulled oh, up the stakes, right? Sure. One billion. of the major car Well, I suppose would would make sense, Craig, from a tax base standpoint, right? Right. You lose not only the bi- all that business, but, but all, all the, the employees. And all the uh, businesses that are tied into that business. Sure. 
You know, I mean, all the startups that begin just to supply this one part of their chain that yeah. is right, and then they don't need to be in business anymore, and so it's a rippling effect. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that's true. Oh, man, uh, two uh, movie-related historical events that I missed. Uh, 21 years ago, 2001, Jurassic Park 3 was released. Oh. Found out that's one of uh, Jennifer Mine's uh, favorite Jurassic Park movies. Which is odd because outside it's of the original first one, universally panned is among the worst of them. Oh, it wasn't yeah. a very it's, good movie. Oh, it's terrible. But you it's guys terrible are nostalgic. Right for it. Yeah. Why do you like it then? Uh, but I just like having extra Sam Neill screen time. <laughs> okay. On the on the island is Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum in that one. No, oh. but there's William H. Macy. Oh, that's a win for me. Dr. Morgenstern. Finally, 1986 Aliens oh. was released. Oh. Yeah. Like what year? Ho, ho, ho. 86. 86, right, okay. 36 yeah. years ago. Jeez. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's a... Uh, Incredible. I mean, a lot of times in the that. second, a lot of times the second movie, the the follow up will be bad, but not in this case. The follow up just got better. Yeah, was yeah, great film. Plus, it had Bill Paxton in it. So yeah, did always, a great job. always a win. Uh, celebrity birthdays today: Taylor Russell, Judy Robinson on Netflix's Lost in Space is twenty eight today. Uh, Hobson rapper is thirty seven. Kristen Bell is 42. Aw, cute little thing. Eleanor in The Good Place. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Riley, Kevin Costner's daughter on Yellowstone, is 45. Oh. Uh, Vin Diesel, still looking like the same for the last 10 years. He's 55 today. Didn't Vin Diesel get ice cream in Hartford recently? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. went to that one famous ice cream shop. Right. There's some hmm. connection there. I forget yeah. what it is. Uh, Jack Irons, former Red Hot Chili Pepper and Pearl Jam drummers, the big 6-0 today. Oh. Uh, Richard Branson, 72. Ah, oh, Sir Richard Branson. S Stephen Forbes from Forbes Magazine, 75. Didn't he run for president? Maybe. A couple times, maybe. I think Steve Forbes. You say Steve Forbes? Steve Forbes. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Craig. I think he did once. Yeah, like 30 years ago. Yeah. James Brolin. 82, uh, still kicking. That's James right. Brolin. He, of course, uh, married to? Oh, wow. Uh, Morgan Fairchild. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, Streisand. Yeah. yeah. And some other birthdays. The first U.S. astronaut to enter the orbit, John Glenn, born today, 1921. Nelson Mandela, born in 1918. Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, there you go. 1937. And Glenn Hughes, the original biker in The Village People. He's oh, 80. Or no, he was born in 1950. And don't forget, we are 363 days away from Tyler in Watertown's birthday. That's oh, right. Oh, that's After right. After having celebrated on Saturday. Yeah, happy belated, Tyler. All right, on that note, we got our kick in the classic to wrap things up coming up.